Hey, everybody. We are back. Back in your face, baby. I know yes. you missed us. <laughs> I did. I did, too. Um, yes. We, as you may already notice, like we're under a new name, you know, things have kind of changed around. And Completely. Actually, yeah. And we actually haven't posted an episode in quite a while, but we've had a lot going on, which we'll get into later. But welcome yes. to our new podcast, The Glow and Grow Show. Yes, I love it. Glow and Grow Show. Yes. It's like it's growing on me and all of that. Yes. <laughs> and Wonderful. just like um, the past name, She's Lively, um, it's the same podcast. We're still going to be serving you with health and wellness information, plus, you know, a little sass, all you know. to help you live your healthiest and happiest life. So, um, what are we talking about today, girl? So, uh, today we're going to be talking about green beauty. But before we jump in, I just want to reiterate we've done this in all of our previous podcasts, but mm-hmm. we just want to let you know that we are not trained medical professionals. And all the information that we discuss in the show, do not take it as medical advice. We need you to consult with your doctor before you make any changes to your diet, lifestyle, medication, supplements, etc. So we give you dope ass information, but yeah. proceed at your own risk because exactly. I can't be the one. No, Mm-mm. I won't. Nope. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> exactly. And so um, our social media handles like the names have changed, but the content is still the same. So on SoundCloud, we are soundcloud.com slash glow and grow show. Um, we are on Twitter, we're on Instagram, and we are on Pinterest. And everywhere we are glow and grow show. Um, mm-hmm. I am on Pinterest, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, pretty much everywhere as at XO Sarah Ellis. And Shira is predominantly on Instagram, killing the game. And she is, (laughs) she's at, she's lively. And you also have like a new handle where you show all your fancy ass food. Oh, yes. So I started to compile all of my plant-based recipes that I create myself at home on the whim. And I put them on Instagram for you guys. And that is, she's lively noms. Like, nom, nom, nom. Like, good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that is there on Instagram as well. Perfect. Yay. So seeing as we haven't recorded in, like, eight weeks, six weeks, something like that, what you been oh. up to, girl? Girl, all of the things. I feel like so stinking much has happened yeah. since the last time that we sat and recorded a podcast. So you guys know, I think where we left off, you guys know I was kind of getting into the real estate and I was testing and all of that craziness. Um, so I am doing that on the side. Um, but what the biggest difference now in my life, I have restarted my health coaching practice. So, um, I actually started my practice back in 2013. That's when I initially became a health coach. And then I had all these fears and I was so terrified and scared and I didn't know what the hell was going on in like the interwebs land. So I was just like, you know what, let me go corporate. So I did that. Um, and this year for real has been just like full circle for me. So that's really the biggest thing is, is getting back into the game. Um, 
going a thousand percent in for my practice, which I have received so much love. So thank you guys yeah. for those of you guys who are listening and who are following and even you, Sarah. Yes, girl. Thank you, girl. <laughs> um, y'all have been super, super dope. So girl, I just been trying to get my shit together with that and figure this out, honey. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> well, so thank you. Thank you. you. So proud of you. And I'm so glad that you've been like, <sighs> diving deep into the she's lively brand and like putting yourself out there because like me and almost everybody else is like girl you know what you need to be doing Okay. Right. Just go uh, ahead. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting cussed out, y'all, by Sarah. Pretty I much. got another friend. She was like, "Girl, now you know this is what you were supposed to have been doing." But you know, exactly. I'm glad that you're back here, so we're not going to focus on the past. Right. <laughs> <You know>? right. <laughs> like, thank you very much. Okay. Right. Dang, I'm here. I've arrived. Exactly, uh-huh. and that's all that matters. <laughs> oh my! But thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, so what has been going on with you, sis? What's up? I know you've had finals. Yes, I had finals. I uh, finished my first year of med school. Woo! Woo! Congratulations! Thank you. Yes, made it through year one, girl. Yes, I survived by the grace of God, child, the Yum. universe, all the archangels, child. Like yes, real <laughs> right. So, um, that is done. I actually got a scholarship to start my doula training at the end of this (gasps) month. So exciting. Yes. At the end of this month. Yep. July 27th. I'll be flying up to Oakland and just meeting all these wonderful women and just learning Uh, how to best support our mothers and pregnant women and women who are going through the process of bringing new life on this side of the earth. So So dope. I'm so excited. Yes. And, oh, that um, shit is so dope. Yes, I'm so excited to like talk about that in another podcast because, and I'll get back to my updates, but I just thought about this, but our episodes are going to be significantly shorter. We're pretty much going to cut them mm-hmm. in half. So yes. before they were like 45 minutes to an hour, and right now we're aiming for 20 to 30 minutes. So that's easier mm-hmm. for us because we can just like knock them out. And then also it's easier for you guys. Cause you know, y'all got shit to do. Y'all got families to take care of, you know, books to yes. read and shit. So, and there was like so much information that we yeah. were packing in each episode. We were like, why don't we just take one and kind of deep dive into one topic and exactly. give you more on that in a shorter period of time. So we're going to see how that goes. You guys got to let us know. Yes. But your updates. Do. Yeah, so that's pretty much been it. So, finished school in June. Um, mm-hmm. Chris and I celebrated our first wedding anniversary also in June. You guys, congrats! Yes, Which I is know so it's wonderful. Fun. Um, <laughs> what else? Oh, so um, I started my clinic rotations. I'm still in the observation phase. But at the end of this year, we're going to have like a clinic entry exam and we're going to get prepared to actually be more hands on in the clinic. So I'm excited about Mm -hmm. that. And it was so funny, like I was on my observation shift and um, the physician who's over me was like, hey, how does it feel to like be in your second year? And at first I was like, wait, no, I'm not. Oh, but I. I actually am. Yes. All right. (laughs) Well, sir, it feels fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Right. 
So um, I'm right. excited to dive more into that. Yes. Awesome. You know what? Another thing, girl, I forgot to tell you. Um, so I have an awesome ass friend and I'm totally going to shameless plug. Her name is Kendra Williams and she does henna. Um, she is a fucking amazing goddamn artist out here in Chicago on Instagram. She is Kendra henna. And this is not like real deal henna artist. She's been doing it for like 14 years or something like that, like straight up pro. So the reason why I'm bringing her up is because she hit me up yesterday. She is going to be doing henna at this Nike women's event here in Chicago. And she had the opportunity to invite um, some folks and she's like, girl, so I'm so happy that you're back doing your health coaching. She was like, you should have been doing this shit. She's one of the ones that's (laughs) like been on my ass. Like, girl, you need to do this. Um, but, um, so there's going to be like tons of different, like health and wellness, like bloggers and reps. And I'm, I'm going to go, I have no fucking idea what to expect. The whole, all of the nervousness just came out of my voice, just talking about it. But I wanted (laughs) to let, you know, like I'm going to be going there. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to be doing you guys, but I shall be in the building. Okay. So if you're in Chicago and you are going to be there and you're listening, come and say hi. I'll be the nervous ass looking person with <laughs> probably all black on um, by the henna booth somewhere. Or I will definitely have henna on. Yeah. So, um, but Yay. yeah, come say hi. Girl. Thank you, girl. Okay. Nervous. We can't wait to hear about that. Yeah. I gotta get some cute clothes. I ain't yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, but okay. <laughs> We're going to make it happen. We will. <laughs> so when all we right. were choosing today's topic, we um, just kind of wanted to talk about something that's still pretty popular, but a lot of people still have a a lot of questions about, and -hmm. especially in um, the community of like women of color. I think that um, we have a different challenge when it comes to green beauty, because especially when it comes to makeup, because oftentimes the shade matching isn't right or it isn't deep enough to where we can actually use green beauty products. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought this was like the perfect topic to jump back into the podcast. Yes. Okay. Do you want me to pick it up? Please do. Okay. All right. So talking about green beauty, we just kind of want to go to the basics of it and kind of talk about what what the hell is it? Mm-hmm. Um, so green beauty in my own personalized definition is basically products that are have ingredients that are more are closer to their natural origin um, plant based products um, that haven't that don't have as many chemicals or the chemicals used um, don't have as severe effects on the body, um, and its balance as a whole. Um, I feel like that was a terrible definition. Do you want <laughs> to save sense. me? <laughs> I, need a, I need a lifeline. Here, it makes sense. Do you want to elaborate? Yeah. So pretty much that's what green beauty is. It's more natural products, um, yeah. that are, the ingredients are closer to their natural form. Um, and there's not as many chemicals and things like that to disrupt right. hormones, cause breakouts, um, just mess with the overall processes of the body. And there are also products that are more beneficial to the environment, um, right. to include the packaging. So they're yeah. using maybe like soy based inks, um, mm-hmm. recycled packaging recycled pro- material. Right. right. Yeah. Right. So right. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, girl, you was spot on. That's why I didn't jump in because I was like, you got this. It made it made sense to me, but yeah, green beauty um is ideally beauty products, skincare products, body products that don't have common chemicals that are irritating to the skin that can cause um, disruption with our hormones and also the production of products that do harm on the earth through Mm -hmm. actually creating the products, creating the packaging, like you said, and just adding to the amount of waste that's building on our planet. Right. Yes. Um, So we, one of the things that's really huge in the beauty community is the fact that I think in Europe, there's like, there's definitely over a thousand different chemicals that not, that is not allowed in the beauty products. Whereas Mm -hmm. in the U S what it's like, it's it's a very small number, 50. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere around 50. That whereas, you know, we're kind of falling behind in um, the science when it comes to cosmetic science and beauty products. Um, And there are a lot of ingredients that are just unregulated. Yeah. So in other words, they don't give a damn about what people are putting in products or what they may do to you or the environment. Right. They're just unregulated. People can put you can take goddamn horse shit and put it in a mask and be like this is clay mask and you know and they can do that i'm yeah. like so serious yeah. so you know that's just what it is unfortunately exactly and if you are more interested in learning about how um these chemicals are linked to hormonal imbalances or endocrine disruption that there's a ted talk called the toxic baby ted talk seriously one of my favorites TED Talks to to listen to and to watch. Um, She talks about how um, the, what is it called? Umbilical cord, when they, a lot of them have taken blood samples out of it and there were over like a thousand chemicals present in it. The blood of a fetus that's been in their mother's womb has not had any contact with the outside world. But then that tells you how many chemicals we are exposed to on the daily. So, Mm -hmm. We will give yeah. a link to that um, eventually once we, once we get the show notes together. But if you just Google Toxic Baby TED Talk in Google or search it on YouTube and you'll find it. It'll pop up. Yeah. Okay. And going into some different keywords that indicate that a product isn't as green or isn't as good. And sorry, let me just backtrack a little bit and talk about why green products are better for you, right? right? Because number one, the skin is the largest organ on the body Mm -hmm. and everything that you put onto it, like things can go into your bloodstream, like immediately once you put it onto your skin. So Uh, products that have a lot of chemicals and things like that in them. I think that we just, we don't have that connection with our body. Like if it's not going into our mouth, it's not as detrimental if we just put it onto our skin. However, like I said, the skin is an organ and what you put onto it goes into directly into the bloodstream rapidly. Yeah. Um, Think about like the nicotine patches, like nicoderm, the blood, not blood, the birth control, control, control. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The birth control right. patch. Um, yep. Yeah. 
And even I don't know if um, if I have any like super like hippy dippy folks out there, but if you are into like natural home remedies and you know like if you put garlic on your feet mm-hmm. after like a couple of minutes, like you can taste it and things like that, like mm-hmm. that's like running through you. Like your skin is the one that is pushing that through your system. Um, so it's important to if it's not something that you would eat, then it should not be something that you will put on your skin because you're essentially doing the same function right. in a different way you're absorbing. Right. Um, so that is why green products are important uh, because you want to put the good stuff on your skin the same way you want to p- eat like the good stuff. For sure. For sure. All right. So go ahead. Um, so, okay. What does, so when you see a product and it says like it's green, what does that mean? Like, what do you take that to mean? So green for the most part means there are going to be plant-derived ingredients that have less chemicals, um, less of an impact on disrupting the homeostasis of the natural body as well as the earth, um, like and including like the packaging. So when you right. see something that says green, that's, I think, the initial, that's like a rough definition of what that is. But anytime that you read those labels and you see these buzzwords which we'll get into so green is one of the buzzwords you always want to flip over and look at the those ingredients right just to make sure yeah for sure and exactly because they can put these different buzzwords and labels on the products just because it says it's green or organic or natural doesn't mean that it's going to be good for you you know so um Maybe later on we can talk about the top ingredients that you or we avoid personally when we look at labels. Mm -hmm. Um, And -hmm. then you guys can, we'll give you some resources where you guys can take a look and figure out what ingredients you absolutely don't want to have in your products because it can be hard because at the end of the day if you're cutting out all this stuff you might as well just like put water on your skin you know what I mean and and even then you can get into like oh the water is like contaminated with xyz so sometimes Mm -hmm. for me I have like three or four things that I'm just like absolutely not absolutely not Mm -hmm. yeah all right so other buzzwords so the first one was green. Mm -hmm. So the green is like another buzzword is organic Mm. or I'm sorry. It doesn't have a T I'm I'm totally (laughs) being extra with that. It's organic. (laughs) I just want to make it apparent that I know how to correctly pronounce the word organic, but yes, the organics. Yes. Go ahead, Sarah. What is, when you see organic, what does that mean? Um, I think for common or popular, um, perception it means like healthier for you it means it doesn't have any like or at least for food products it doesn't have any pesticides all of this stuff but from a legal standpoint and based on fda regulations um the fda website said that it has to be made with at least 70 percent organic content so if your beauty product has coconut oil or shea butter or um any sort of like essential oil or something it had in order for that product to have the organic label on it, it has to have at least 70% organic content. Right. So the other 30% can have pesticides, other type of stuff on yeah. it, um, but at least 70% of it has to be clean. Yes, exactly. 
Right. So that sounds clean like the cocaine <laughs> industry. It got to be 70% clean, the other percent. <laughs> All right. So um, another buzzword um, goes along with the USDA seal. Yeah. Um, and some products you'll see will have this seal. It is like the holy grail of like yes. green beauty stuff that you can get. So in and order it's like for... Really hard to get that seal hard as hell. And so and there's a plus and a minus to that. I just, I'll, I'll go into both perspectives, but in order for a company to use the USDA seal, they have to have at least 5% or greater of organic ingredients. Um, and that extra 5% can't be any ingredient that is listed as not allowed under the national organic program. So that is a lot more strict. If you purchase something with USDA, there's a lot more regulation around those ingredients. Yeah. The only thing about the USDA seal that I would say is kind of like it's a pro that there are these stringent um, regulations. Mm-hmm. But I also want to say one of the cons is that there are many amazing products out there that actually do meet the requirements. But the people who are making them maybe like there there's an at home mixtress who maybe went to school for chemistry. And so she knows how to put everything together, but it's a lot of money. It's a lot of time um, to get certified to get the USDA seal, but it doesn't mean that the products are any less, um, qualified for it. Um, Mm -hmm. It could just be a financial situation or something like that. So more than anything, look at the ingredients um, and then, you know, call companies, email them. Or if you're having someone who is hand making things, ask them where they're getting their products and things from. Exactly. Um, And then the last two buzzwords are like natural and clean. And for these two words, there's absolutely no regulation. And Not a damn can, thing. Exactly. And it can mean different things to different companies. So, um, for example, there's a big green beauty brand called Tata Harper. And mm-hmm. the CEO, I believe, is also named Tata Harper. And she... It's a she, right? Yes. Because I have never tried her products, actually. But Mm -hmm. um, she says, for us, natural means choosing the purest and best forms of the most effective nature-derived ingredients available. Mm -hmm. Um, Which sounds good. But another brand could be like, natural means we didn't add, you know, benzene or toluene to it or formaldehyde um, Mm -hmm. or shit like that, where it's very subjective. And yes. um, it just depends on who the brand is, what they consider natural, what they consider clean. Um, yeah. Most brands that actually want to use the word clean or the term clean, they will take it upon themselves to go through a third party for a certification. So mm-hmm. um, try not to get so mesmerized in these buzzwords that you, you're like, oh, it's natural. So it's good. It's not always the case. Right. You have got to look at the ingredients. And I will say like, um, I know Tata Harper, they also, they're like a really big green beauty brand. I haven't tried their products either, but I hear about them and I see them all the time. They're a little little expensive, but I hear that they're good. Um, (laughs) 
just because they go through a third party system doesn't mean like they're not as good as like USDA. Right. So these right. third party certifications came about to make it easier for brands who are using um, natural ingredients. Um, it's a lot less um, trying as yeah. trying to get like a USDA right. sort of uh, label. So you can't, you cannot rely on just the front of the product. You always need to be reading your labels. Like you cannot cheat the grind. Okay. Mm -hmm. You cannot (laughs) have it say organic and you're like, I could probably eat this. No, look at the labels, read the damn labels. So yes. One myth that I want to dispel about green beauty is that, Oh, you know, green beauty isn't as um, high performance or, pigmented or they they just don't work as well as conventional beauty products. And that's Mm -hmm. not necessarily true. Um, Fortunately, we live in the information age and the technology age and so many different experiments and protocols are being created to be able to create high performing cosmetics Mm -hmm. and skincare without poisoning us. You know, so right. the trick is to find what works best for you and mm-hmm. what works for your coin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And um just trying stuff out. And that can be pretty difficult and frustrating, especially for mm-hmm. women of color and especially for women of color on the deeper side of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. But um what are some of your favorite green beauty products? Oh, I have a few. So the first company that I'm going to talk about, um, it is like an MLM sort of based company like Avon, Mm -hmm. um, but they're called Arbonne International. Um, I used to sell their products back in the day, but they are a nice blend of um, high performance green beauty products. And they do use a third party um, regulation place, I was going to say system, but they do have a third party um, regulation or certification company or organization that they utilize. um, And they take a lot more pride in making sure that the ingredients that they're using in their products, like they don't have to do it in the United States. Like you, they do not have to do this, um, but they do. And there are, I'm going to say there is like about 150 or maybe 200 um, ingredients. The last time I looked that they have completely banned from their product line and they offer um, things like from head to toe, um, from shampoos to makeup. Um, I know that I love their uh, lipsticks and their blushes. Um, Oh, and they got this mascara, y'all. It smells like roses. It's really nice, super creamy. I really love that stuff. Um, I do not sell Arbonne anymore, (laughs) um, but those products are the bomb um, as far as like green beauty. And they have like stuff for the whole family. So it's kind of like a one-stop shop. Another thing that I really like is I talked about Bonnie um, lip balm products on like one of our earliest episodes. Um, And she has this lip balm. It's lavender vanilla lip balm. It has no beeswax in it. I've kind of been on this whole like save the bees kick and I'm not eating honey anymore and I'm not trying to use beeswax and stuff. So I'm like on the hunt for beeswax free lip balm. So I really like that one. Her website is bonnielipbalm.com. And then there's this other lip balm um, by a company called Alafia. 
Mm-hmm. And they're uh, primarily sold in Whole Foods. And they have this pineapple coconut lip balm that I actually have on me right now. Girl. Um, no beeswax. That's super wonderful and moisturizing. Yeah. Then I have, there's this company called Foley Apothecary. And it's run by a woman named Nikesha Brunson. And yeah. she is with, I think her site is like the Pineapple Life. And then she's also with um, Urban Bush Babes. Mm-hmm. But she has an Etsy store and she makes this prickly pear serum. Um, I have not tried this serum yet, but I am obsessed with trying this yeah. serum. Um, the ingredients are fucking bomb. Prickly pear has like great um essential fatty acids to like plump in the skin and help you to get that nice hydrated glow so um i definitely want to try that and then the last one that i have for you guys is my very own do-it-yourself oil cleanser this is what i use on a regular basis and i'm gonna be real with y'all like mostly what I do for my skincare is I go to Mountain Rose Herbs and I buy like a bunch of shit. And then I get stuff like shea butter, jojoba oil, grapeseed oil, aloe vera juice. Um, I get all of this shit that comes in and my husband and I just have it all stashed under when I want like a body cream, Phil makes all of our body creams and stuff. And like, um, I make lip balms. I make my own like soaps, um, and stuff like that. So I do use other folks products, but I'm like super simple. I would like to start trying more products, but my DIY recipe, uh, for you guys, it's actually, we will have it in our, actually, no, I'll tell you what it is. Yeah. yeah. Why not? So it's one part grapeseed oil, one part jojoba oil, and then two parts fragrance-free Castile soap. So when I say one part, let's say your part is a tablespoon. Mm -hmm. Then you would take one tablespoon of grapeseed oil, one tablespoon of jojoba oil, and then two tablespoons of the Castile soap. Shake that shit up. Um, And I use it. I do like the Korean beauty method and like wash my face twice, sometimes three times, depending on what's going on. But the first time is really just to kind of remove makeup and sweat and shit like that. Then the second time, um, sometimes I'll do that twice, just like a nice rough over wash, rinse it off. But the second or third time, however many times I wash my damn face (laughs) is I'll use one of those like Clarisonic type of brushes Mm -hmm. for like a deep clean. Um, And I actually got my brush from it's not a Clarisonic. I got it from Vanity Planet. So I'll use that. And then uh, the detox market is also like another place that has tons of green beauty products that you can go on and try out so those are my um do you have dry skin oily skin combination it's combination and it's it's just so dependent on what the hell i'm eating like i've stopped um drinking coffee i I finally did it y'all i stopped goddamn drinking coffee and i'm like completely dairy free so I've done that and like my skin has stopped breaking out with like the cystic, like deep sort of situations Mm -hmm. right now. I'm just trying to like heal up some scarring and stuff, but my skin is clearing up really well. And so I'm hoping that just using my brush will help to like buff out, um, like scars and stuff like that. So cool. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. asked because it has like grapeseed oil and jojoba oil. And even though those are really great for the skin, I know a lot of people who are oily, may be mm-hmm. hesitant to use oils in their 
cleansers. Cleanser. And I would encourage you to give them a try because a lot of times um, when people have oily skin, it's because the lack of oil. Um, And so what happens is their body um, starts to kind of go into hyperdrive and produce more oil on the skin because it's not getting enough hydration there. So I would encourage you to um, give it a try and see um, how it might work for you. Give it like two weeks. Yeah. You know, of just like using it to see how you feel. I have dry skin, so that just sounds like amazing. Um, (laughs) for me i i will make a confession i do not use a lot of green beauty products for multiple reasons um i think from the makeup side the darkest shade of like makeup for companies like beauty counter bare minerals it's like just barely my skin tone you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I got a hint of ash and, and a sister came. I can't, <laughs> like, what the fuck? I can't go outside right. looking like I got a fucking mask on. Like that's not cute. So like Tyrone Bigum. Right. Right. <laughs> so unfortunately a sister is left to deal with Maybelline and NARS and um, this amazing company called Black Up. Yes. So what I that? do, I am obsessed with black up. Like I wear that CC cream. Anytime I go to clinic, that CC cream is like everything. And it's expensive, but it's made in France. So mm-hmm. they already have better beauty standards than we do anyway. So it's a okay. lot. It's very likely that their products are already less toxic than ours in the States anyway, since it's made in France. Mm-hmm. Um, but phenomenal. So instead, what I will do is I have the EWG app or Skin Deep app. And what I will do is. Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. Bye bye, y'all. Shira is. This girl is crazy. She's so funny. You good, girl? <laughs> I, I, I don't know, girl. I'm going to have to pick some things. But go. <laughs> What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So what I'll do is I will I have the EWG app on my phone. And when I go to like Target or Sephora or Ulta, I will scan the barcode and it'll give me a number. And oh. I try it goes from zero to ten. And I try not to go above a four. Mm-hmm. Um, anything above that is just like way too toxic for me personally. But you can mm-hmm. set your standards to however you want it to be. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so I use that. It's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, so I use a crystal deodorant. Uh-huh. And let me tell y'all, normally natural deodorants just don't work for a play. They just don't. They just don't work for me. But Girl, I feel you. I tried it and I was like, oh, okay. Yes. And okay. even my husband started using it. And I was like, okay. Because yes. you're a man. And you know, men, men are funky. Girl. <laughs> I have recently found two. Um, one for myself. I hadn't found one for myself in forever. Because I need one that doesn't have baking soda. If it has baking mm. soda in it, after I'm using it for like a week or something, I don't know what the hell 
is up with baking soda in my skin, but the skin on my underarms begins to peel and it kind of gets raw. And every single deodorant that I have used with baking soda, that has happened. And then it causes like darkening as the skin is like trying to heal over. Um, So anyone who has baking soda sensitivities, there is this deodorant I just purchased from Whole Foods. It's by Alafia. And it has activated charcoal in it. Um, I'll just have to like put the name brand of it and we'll put it in our notes, but it's fucking amazing. I want to say it's lavender scented. Actually, hold on. Let me just grab it real quick. Hold on. Yeah. Um, While she's searching my, I don't even remember the name of mine and I got it from the most obscure place, this discounted grocery store here in San Diego. Um, But it's actually a solid crystal and you wet the crystal with water, put it, you know, on the arms or whatever, wherever you be getting funky and it works. Awesome. You know, I'm yeah. going to have to try the crystal deodorant because I never have. Sorry, y'all, I totally like dipped out and came back with this deodorant. But it is called Alafia deodorant with activated charcoal and reishi, which is a mushroom yeah. and co- coconut lavender and... My only gripe with this deodorant right now is that because it has the activated charcoal in there, Mm -hmm. it can look like I got little black rolled up little pebbles up under there. So (laughs) you you might not want to wear this with a white. Use this if you're going to wear white. (laughs) So, but I don't have any now. And just to kind of catch you guys up why Sarah and I were laughing earlier is because your girl did not put on the any deodorant yesterday or today and you know i'm gonna have to switch switch it up and make sure that <laughs> i wash these pits and throw some of that deodorant on there but <laughs> my bad. i was like why is I was it looking like sniffing. i was like hold on girl you got to get it together now <laughs> so that's what that was about oh my god it's so funny <laughs> um so we are towards the end of everything um oh i did want to talk about this really quick this company called beauty counter it is also like a mlm i guess and Mm -hmm. my homegirl trying to get me she trying to get me to be a consultant so bad i still have to i gotta think it over because i'm not the typical MLM person. Like I'm not finna send you messages like, Hey girl, I got this amazing product you need to try. Or like, I'm not mm-hmm. into like hosting events and stuff. I like to be by myself in my old age. I have become a super introvert. She's you know? like 28. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes. In my old age, but you know, I don't really, I don't really like to be around people like that. And that sounds really fucked up. I'm just, well, I just like my peace and quiet. So mm-hmm. I'm going to see if I can, you know, you know, do it my way and still yeah. spread the word. But it's a really amazing company. Only gripe I have with it is Beauty Counter. If you're listening, Miss Gray, <laughs> if you're listening, please <laughs> add some more shades, boo. Like, I said, we need black some women. We more than these two little pieces of shades, all right? Like, you, we need to get some more deeper shades going on because the yeah. deepest one is not even close to being my color. Yeah, so like, we going to be a highlight concealer on my skin. Yeah, we need some deep, deep. Yeah, so if you can deepen up 
that skin tint and that um, little foundation little thing you got, girl, will be Gucci. So just add right. three more, three or four more shades. That's all. That's all. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, they have this amazing never list, and these are ingredients that they never include in their products. And that includes like EDTA, which is um, common in a lot of stuff. And I won't say the long name because y'all ain't gonna know what that means anyway. Unless there's some chemists out there like me, like shout out, shout out to y'all. But ethylene, diamine, tetraacetic acid. What what are those? But it's basically, it's a chelating agent and it binds things together so that the product is more stable. Mm-hmm. And you don't get okay. a lot of separation with the ingredients. But it can be toxic. It's found in a lot of moisturizers and hair dyes. Mm-hmm. But um, they never have like formaldehyde, parabens, phthalates, and sodium lauryl sulfate. And those are mostly the things that I avoid. So I avoid products that have parabens in it, that have mm-hmm. phthalates in it. I avoid sodium lauryl sulfate or so- sodium laureth sulfate. Um, All sulfates for me. Exactly. Right. right. Um, what else do I avoid? I mean, I don't know who is still putting toluene and benzene in their products, but don't Echo, do that. The yeah. shit is like, Matt, how long have we known that that's toxic? Like, stop. Right. Mineral oil is still a big one. I do not use anything that has mineral oil on it. And I use things that say fragrance sparingly because if it just says fragrance, they can hide a lot of different ingredients and stuff in there. Um, So just keep that in mind when it says fragrance, it could be a plethora of things you don't know and they don't have to tell you. So exactly. And I also avoid things that have triclosan or triclocarban. These are often found in antimicrobial products like hand sanitizers, antimicrobial soaps, even toothpaste, which is disgusting. Um, But it has been studied and known to cause really serious damages to the body. So always read the labels for your um, hand sanitizer. You really don't need to use antibacterial soap anyway. Because you don't. your body is supposed to have a natural flora, but that's a topic for another podcast. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's use what some I essential do. oils. Yeah. Right. Use so, essential oils, you'll be fine. Exactly, and so those are the products or the ingredients that I make sure to avoid in my products. And Shira mentioned hers as well. So um, we are going to provide some resources in our show notes and also on our social media. And then we are going to close out with a weekly reflection. So before we both used to do the reflection, but we are going to alternate. And so today Shira is going to bless us with her reflection. Oh, thank you. Okay. So, um, I have been experiencing so much um, hopping back into this entrepreneurship here. And it's been like a lot of emotional ups and downs and every single day is different. Um, And it's really been a test for me to um, take action in what I believe in and what what I'm always telling everyone else to do. Um, And so I have like a couple of quotes and things. So I've been making sure that I'm amping myself up with things that 
um, reinforced positivity that helped me to um, stay, you know, keep my mind strong. I'm always talking about mental hygiene, mental fitness. And so these these I've been reading this book um, by Jen Sincero. It's called You Are a Badass at Making Money. Master the Mindset of Wealth. And the book is excellent. Um, She's super candid. If you've read her first one, You Are a Badass, you already know that she's dope. So I will go into um, some parts of the book here that I have highlighted to share. Um, So in this uh, clip, she talks about emotion. And she says, affirmations like, I love money. Money flows to me effortlessly. I am a badass at making money. If buried beneath the heavy sigh of as if are a big fat waste of everyone's time. Just thinking about something doesn't mean you believe it. Only when it's gargantuan positive emotions are involved that thoughts are able to access their superhero powers to create new expansive beliefs, fearless actions, and as a result, exciting new realities in our bank accounts and other areas of our lives. Now, if you listen to Tony Robbins um, at all, he talks about incantations. And this is something that I put into my health coaching programs because um, the difference between an affirmation and and an incantation is the emotion. So you can wake up and look at yourself in the mirror every day and say, I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. And right there, what I just gave an example of is that that as if side that Jen is talking about, like, I'm beautiful, but I really don't believe this shit, like, but I'm gonna keep saying it. And so when we're doing like an incantation and to harp on what she's talking about here is to really put some effort into it. And there's this thing that I do every day, I call it the juice up. And what it is, it's me just like turning on some music Um, Sometimes I don't turn on music and it's really just about throwing my whole body into um, what I am saying, whether it's a dance move or I'm just like flailing my arms around. But whatever I need to create like this big positive emotion within myself so that when I'm saying these words like, girl, you got it like you are kick ass. Whatever comes your way today, you are going to find the way we I don't make up stories about things I you know, knock out obstacles as they occur. I don't create them before they happen. Mm, Um, so so that was a big thing that I, you know, would do is when I want to work on a project, I think of all the, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if people say no? What if that, that, and it's just like, you know, to hell with that. What if people say yes, what if this and this, or, you know, and just creating more positivity around, the different outcomes that could happen. And as obstacles naturally come, deal with them that way instead of using them as excuses as to maybe procrastinate or to not get things done. And so um, another, a couple of other parts from the book that I just want to share with you guys really quick is she says the thoughts, beliefs, and emotions we don't consciously reject, we unconsciously accept. Mm. Right? So this is where that sneaky subconscious comes in and ruins your day and you don't even know why. Or, um, I mean, I have been like in a funk and instead of me trying to dig in and figure out why I'm having a funk, I'm focusing on how I can reverse the funk. Like I'm going to have a good day. I'm going for a walk or I'm going to read, or I'm going to hit up Sarah and see what the hell she's doing to see like if she can drop some little nugs on me, like you got to keep those tools in your arsenal to make sure that Because you're going to have days where you feel funky. And to kind of go into that, she says, 
We are feeling creatures. We are meant to experience, not deny our emotions. Ergo, it's not about being all yippy skippy every moment of every day and never ever feeling sad or angry or freaked out. Expecting yourself to feel only positive emotions is not only impossible, but will most likely make you feel like a failure instead of a normal human. Feel what you feel. Have a temper tantrum. Shake your fist in the air and curse thy's enemy's name. (laughs) (laughs) Lie face down in your driveway and weep. Let your emotions live large and then make the decision to move on. It's when we wallow in our negative emotions that we let them hold us back. Experiencing them, however, is healthy and critical to releasing them. So true. I love that. Okay. So you can have a fucked up day, but let it just be a day. Yes. Or you may have a fucked up moment. Let it just be a moment. Yes. You know what I mean? And like you have the whole rest of this amazing day that you can enjoy. You had your moment move on. So stop living there. So my whole, my whole reflection for today is to not live into the negative and to constantly and as consistently as possible, focus on creating this positive, healthy, um, experience for yourself here. So this time. So that's what I'm doing. Yes, ma'am. Carry that into this coming week. Much needed. Yes, yes. Yay. And I'm so glad that we had a chance to get back in it. Mm-hmm. We back. eight is done. We back. <laughs> yes. Tell your wife, tell your kids. Well, yes. most of you guys are women, so tell your homegirls. <laughs> and your girlfriends. Yes. Yeah, um, but we missed y'all. We definitely did. Thank you guys for joining us. And mm-hmm. we will catch you next week on the Glow and Grow Show. Yes, we out.